Over the years, AccessReal.com has interviewed actors, directors and producers from Australia and internationally. These are the people who make the movies we love. Find out what your favourite film folk have been up to by listening to the AccessRule.com interviews. West Australian born and bred director Julius Avery's first feature film was Son of a Gun, starring Ewan McGregor, Alicia Vikander and Brendan Freights back in 2014. Since then, he's been tapped by J.J. Abrams' company band Robot to direct and the film Overlord, which is just about to hit cinemas. Avery is now working on the next film with J.J. titled Heavy and has also just been recently announced as director on the 20th Century Fox remake of Flash Gordon. You can take a listen to our chat with Avery below and uh, make sure you check the film out when it hits cinemas in your city. Three months ago, I was cutting grass in my front yard. The mailman shows up with a letter from the army. Now I'm here. No idea where I'm gonna end up. What happened here? Some questions don't have good answers. Boys, find out what's inside that compound. Julius, how are you? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's good to uh, finally connect. So for those uninitiated people, what's the film about? Yeah, it, look, you know, uh, it, it's an action sci-fi horror movie that starts, um, you know, with this very dangerous mission in World War II called uh, Overlord, you know, and, um, uh, you know, we get a bunch of uh, allied um, uh, paratroopers um, drop behind enemy lines, um, and they've got to take out this... Uh, we, we follow a small group inside that big operation. Um, they're going to take out this radio tower, and if they don't complete the mission, you know, a bunch of guys on the beaches are going to get killed in, on the D-Day landings. And when they get to the town, like, you know, um, nothing is what it seems, right? And uh, they discover this Nazi lab that's hidden underneath this, uh, this, this church where they're carrying out these uh, terrifying experiments. And uh, that's when the movie sort of, you know, you know turns into fiction and becomes like a... Sci-fi horror and all bets are off. Yeah, for sure. And then obviously the premise of it's pretty nuts, but it's on the same side. It's a really cool premise, and the trailer's great. Oh, it's, it, look, mate, it was completely nuts when I first read the script. You know, when uh, JJ said, you know, he watched Son of a Gun. He said, um, you know, uh, come in, and we want to see what you want to do next. And we spitballed a few ideas around, and and he uh, he said, look, I've got this script overload. You should take a look. And I took it home and I read it. It was completely bonkers, man. I, I thought it was like you know, Jones of Acid. I, I'd never read anything like it before. Yeah, well, definitely sounds like it. And then obviously the, the, the film just premiered at Fantastic Fest and the reviews coming out of it had been, well, fantastic. Uh, how does it feel to get that sort of accolade so far? Oh, look, it's lovely just to get the film seen by an audience. You know, you work on it for so bloody long, you, 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 um, you, you, you sort of just... It's nice to be able to, you know, finally get get an audience to see it. And of course, like Fantastic Fest is like full of genre fans, and so it's the perfect place for this film to get its launch. And um, you know, it was a great reaction. Uh, you know, the fans uh, uh, were you know were coming up afterwards and c- congratulating us. And 
and telling us we did a good job. And that's the, that's that's more important reviews. You know, that's that's yeah. that's what you want. You want you want you want the audience to to uh, to to uh, give you a pat on the back. And and we we got a bit of that. And so I'm I'm pretty pretty thrilled, man. No, that's that's really great to hear. And then obviously when the trailer dropped and all that, I saw it and I was like, okay, this looks pretty cool. And then I looked at the credits and I was like, hold on, I know that name. And then I did a quick, quick Google. I was like, holy shit, okay. So obviously you, you did Son of a Gun and then you you went into your cave to figure out what the next project was. How did, well, Bad Robot and JJ, how did all that come about? Like how did you get on, like obviously you said they saw Son of a Gun. Yeah. What was it like getting that phone call from them saying, hey, come and have a chat? Oh, come on, it's bloody ridiculous. You know, uh, in the sense of, you, you, you know, I come from, I, I come from a small country town in, in, in Western Australia. Yeah. And here I am getting a phone call saying, hey, JJ wants to have a chat. And like, you know, of course I was shitting my pants. Yeah. I was like, uh, what? Okay. And so when I went into the, into the meeting, it was like, and, and, I, and I finally met him, he completely put me at ease. You know, I was, I was completely nervous and, and, you know, he, He's, he's really good like that. He, he he sort of empowers you and makes you feel like you know what you're doing. And and uh, when I came when I came to him and said, you know, this is my thoughts about like what I want to do with the movie. You know, um, whilst whilst there's really like there's, this film has got intense like really you know bonkers kind of action and sci-fi and horror. There's a real heart at at the centre of it. There's like you know um, there's you know, these, these really strong characters and I really latched onto them. I said, I really want to like, you know, amplify this. I really want to make um, the emotion sort of, um, you know, come alive. And so, you know, JJ always talks about like, you know, getting the audience to lean in and, you know, the way that you do that is you've got to love them. You've got to love the characters. You've got to love, uh, you know, um, you've got to love them when they go into hell. Otherwise, you know, um, there's no tension because there's no jeopardy because you don't care about these, these guys. Yeah. And that's even the same with the villain. You know, you you got you can't have apathy towards the villain. He's got to be a great villain. Otherwise, you don't you know you don't really care about him either. So we spent a lot of time um, working that out, and and um, so you know he was uh, he was a, a, a real big advocate for uh, making sure that we you know had the thrills and the spills. But you know, what's what's the movie really about? Was there um, a split second there when you got that phone call? Where you thought, oh shit, he might be calling me about Star Wars. <laughs> I think he's got that well covered, mate. Uh, <laughs> he might help with that. Um, you know, uh, look, obviously he makes big films, and uh, you know, like you know, Star Trek and Star Wars, and and um, but you know, uh, Bad Robot films are, um, you know, they they make the thing about Bad Robot films is like expect the unexpected. They take risks, man. They they. They take the familiar and elevate it into something fresh and new, and which is cool. And where else do you get to, you know, make an R-rated, genre-bending, completely bonkers movie like Overlord? I mean, I don't know any other uh, place where I'd be able to do this. Yeah, um, I'm and so... hmm. No, I, I completely agree with you. Like, that's one good thing about Bad Robot, and you can sort of look at the same thing with Blumhouse. They're sort of doing the same sort of thing and sort of pushing boundaries and casting is a huge process with any sort of film. How did you go about finding your cast on this one? It's a real ensemble cast, like you know. Um, so so I, I spent a lot of time um, meeting act, actors, and and then we we did a did a round of auditioning, and you know, like uh, we got Javan the lead, um, he plays Boyce. I've seen him in um, this great movie Fences, and you know, I thought he was pretty 
pretty amazing in that. So I brought him in, and you know, um, we, we had you know, we had you know dozens of guys like going for that role, and they're all great. But he he just for me was the one the standout. I mean, the, the guy um, did this really emotional scene in, in the audition, and he made me cry. I mean, I've never had that before, okay. and so I was like, I got you got to like. He starts off as this like really shit scared kid in the movie, and uh, and then you know he's got to, he rises and becomes a man at the end of it. Um, but you know there's that there's that vulnerability there's that 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 he really had, and also he could then become like the the, the hero, and and he really had that going for him. And then you've got like Wyatt Russell who, you know he's. He feels like a, a born action hero to me. He's like he's like um, a throwback to the '80s uh, action heroes that I used to love. You know, um, like Bruce Willis, like Bruce Willis and Die Hard, like John McClane. He's completely relatable. He um, looks like you or me, and he um, threw himself off the side of buildings and took on the bad guys. And but you know, you you, you loved him and you bagged for him because you know he wasn't indestructible. He wasn't like these new action heroes we have today who are all built like, you know, um, monsters and they can crash through walls and jump over buildings and it doesn't ever feel like they're ever going to die. So I don't care about them. Yeah. So he, he has that. And um, Wyatt also has a, uh, you know, uh, a vulnerability about him as well, which, um, which, which, which I really love. But he also used to play ice hockey as, um, professionally. And he can take all the hard knocks. He can... He knows what it's like to get a broken nose. He knows what it's like to, you know, um, have a have uh, be in a fight. So, you know, um, he's the real deal. And uh, going from Son of a Gun, which which you could probably say is a relatively smallish indie film per se, to a to Overlord, what was the, the biggest difference from going to a location film in, that she shot in Perth to a big film like this shot in London? Yeah, look, you know, um, obviously there's bigger budgets, there's more, uh, there's, there's more pressure, there's more people watching, uh, but the, the basic principles of filmmaking are the same. You know, you, you, you've got a bunch of actors, you put them in a room, and you set up a camera and you shoot it. You know, it's the, it's the same thing. And then on top of that, on top of that, you, um, you, obviously, you get a little bit more money and time to do cool action sequences, and and there's plenty of that in, in the film. But again. Uh, what I was saying before, what was important to me was um, was making sh- making sure that um, we had great characters, yeah. and so that was really similar to, to my experience with Son of a Gun. We um, we had a lot of action in that movie, but we um, we we invested the time to to really um, to know these characters and, and and kind of root for them or or, or you know uh, not root for them. Um, but it's it, yeah, it's it's the same it's the same type of thing. Just 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 lot. You know, Bit more pressure, a bit more money involved, and obviously a lot more eyes on you. Once Overlord's out and it's all done and dusted, you said you're back here at Christmas. Have, are you starting to look at anything else yet? Yeah, I've got another a film of uh, JJ uh, called The Heavy. It's a subversive take on a superhero movie. Um, so we're I can't tell you anything about right. it, but it's uh, it's gonna be, it's going to be really cool. Uh, we're going to be shooting that sometime next year, and um, it's good to just be working with. Uh, uh, with you know the people that I have got to you know love love and know really well. Oh, well, that's it's great to hear, you, mate. I'm I'm, he- I'm happy that everything's going well and. All right, thanks, mate. Cheers. Thanks, Julius. See you, mate. We're doing experiments on them. They're not our mission. We have to do this. Yeah.
What is this? A thousand-year army. These thousand-year soldiers. What's not in that wall? What do you do with those people?